What's happening? Welcome to the Brighter Side Live, live coming at you from L.A. for the first time in a long time. I don't know. Wait, we've done it. We've done it from L.A. once before. Yes, but we weren't actually able to record it and put release it as an episode. It was just a one and done kind of deal because we had some microphone issues. Right. And right now uh, it should it's recording on separate audio. So we don't have to worry about. Oh, no. Oh, our mics are cut. Hello, everybody, hey. and welcome to the Brighter Side Live. Uh, welcome. Oh, my God, dude. The worst. I'm the worst. That's all right, man. You're the talent. You shouldn't be dealing with the this. The production side, dude. It's unbelievable the amount of shit I have to think about. And people are just kind of like, oh, all you do is like yeah. sit around and play video games for a living? That must be easy sneezy. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> all right. It's hard and as fuck to do nothing. Soon. It is. It's surprisingly hard to do nothing. Soon, hey, Shred Party Roberts, thank for the host. Soon, 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 you're a balloon. Um, hopefully, I will at some point, not even soon, in the far fucking future, I will have a producer that does all of this, mm-hmm. and then it becomes easy. And then I will say absolutely 100% my life is very easy when I'm doing streaming. Yeah. But until then... Uh, Lord knows um, it is. But I will even say this. Just the performance element alone, we don't have to get into this, but I, it is harder than you think it is. It yeah, is, no, you have to have at least one fraction of a personality. You have to have a fraction of personality. You have to literally <laughs> – please keep sound off. All right, should we mute ourselves? We have to literally <laughs> be never stop talking. I've seen so many people be like, I'm going to give it a shot. And I'm like, go for it, dude. And then they get on, and then it's like – half an hour in and it's dead silent and it's hard to keep it going it's a radio dj gig more i always tell people this more than like the pl- uh, just hanging out playing video games gig oh absolutely right absolutely. it's it's keeping the energy baby and the energy is palpable today i'm so excited to be doing this we um are so sorry we were i'm gonna call us a couple of fuck boys what we both fucked it we both fucked it. i fucked it first and you and fucked, it I second. fucked it second well i'm sorry i had to go to an audition that i didn't get I and i'm sorry i was sick Ugh, there you go. What's the brighter side of having to go to these auditions? I talked, I talked about my illness uh, <laughs> that kept me from doing it on the show last week on yes, Brighter Side. Yes, I believe side. it's called drunkard's disease. I was having a panic attack. Oh, no. <laughs> it was, um, what happened? Do you get panic attacks now? It was my second one ever. Really? What was the, how long ago was the first one? Um, probably about six years before that. Oh, okay. So this isn't, uh, okay, interesting. interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just random. random. But I, we, uh, we went through all of this last week. Okay. okay. We don't need to, but but I that's got, good. Let's have a check-in on from last week. Are you feeling better? No? I never. Had, I didn't have a problem. Have a I problem was fine. Before. It was just. It lasted like an hour, and then it was. I was the normal person again. Um. So of course, the format of the show. By the way, before we go into our gripes to find brighter sides, Ooh, up, to start um, things up. I love, and I love that you have a list of them because right now I was telling Ed before we started. I'm like, I am kind of on a vacay, staycay in mm-hmm. LA, mm-hmm. so I'm like seeing old friends. You know, I'm like, I just got, I'm just can't, coming off of the wedding. I'm, I'm, it's a sunny, sunny Los Angeles. It's beautiful. It's relaxing. It's fun. It's wonderful. So out it's here. hard for me to find a ton of gripey gripes. Well, one of my gripes involves you. Okay. So perfect. It, not you, not like, not a mad at you. <laughs> But it was like no. you were you were there during my gripe. Are you sure you don't want to save it for April Reels Day if it is a gripe towards it's me? It's not towards you. I'll save April Reels Day. That'll be. I I'll got have, to explain we'll, to. We'll Ed. have to do an hour together. If you don't know what April Reels Day, this is kind of a podcast crossover thing. On page seven, Jackie and I and and Molly. In bitching about how much we hate April Fool's Day, we came up with April Reels Day. It happens on April nineteenth, which will be this Friday for the um, uh, <clears throat> for the Japanese dating Sims, and uh, we we will Jackie and I will give each other our April Reels, um, and it's literally something you're essentially afraid to say to the other person that you're a little worried about saying because it's a little true and it's a little honest and curt. Generally, probably about like something you feel like they can improve on, or you wish they would stop doing, or something, right? Yeah. But it can't be too real because we will have the two real uh, uh, cards, and the two real cards are plastic and in the shape of a hand. And if we say something too real, the other one gets to use the two real slapper 
to slap the other person in the face. So I have my April reel for Jackie prepared, and Great. I don't think it's too real. I've got a couple of different ones, but I think I'm going to go with one that I feel like is a good thing to say. Can I say mine to Jackie now? No. Over here? In fact, the rule is it has you to be have personable. to be in person. This is not a social media drag fest. Okay. This is, we're trying to avoid that. You have to be in person, eye to eye. That makes you, a lot of sense. And if you're not in person, eye to eye, you are not allowed to April Real the other person. So essentially, if you were, you know, thinking ahead, you would just avoid all people on April Reels Day. But we made it April 19th so that you can forgive and forget. That's because nice. the very next day is 420. So do you so have you to smoke, smoke it off? Do you have to smoke weed in order to participate in April Reels Day? No, but we just decided we'd put it right next to 420 for the people that do just to give a little bit of cushion. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like at least those people can just for you know i don't care if you're gonna forgive at least you can forget april reels april day. reels day sorry I that like was it. A you know, bit I, thought, tangent, I was a big i was a big april fool's day fan until the social media killed it yeah you know you can't surprise anyone if you wake up and there's a million april fools posts everywhere you know we used to be able to get people i got henry so many times before social media blew up yeah you know and it's just like now i don't even have a chance yeah there's nothing you can do about it and you know just the whole thing i feel like is fault and it's like as a comedian i don't want to be fooled you know what i mean mm -hmm. that's one thing i was saying about april fool's day on page seven was this that is I, mean i love that howard stern like george clooney always invites him to like his italian villa home well he's a prankster and exactly and howard stern's like i refuse because i know that that's what he does and i refuse to be a part of his mini pranks yeah you know what i mean so he doesn't go to this like george clooney's house george clooney could prank me and i'll yeah, uh, enjoy, enjoy it. it exactly but he's just like i don't like pranks i think it's a comedian a lot of comics i think are really opposed to being pranked well yeah because i'm i'm off yeah i'm off work i'm not doing the funny right now and i always react poorly to pranks i always get too mad and then it gets too real yeah. You know what I mean? And, I, and then I feel all embarrassed because I'm like, well, I got all mad. Mm -hmm. um, again, uh, we will. I saw you of Twitch. You have something. You might have to repeat that later. Time Machine Keeper, by the way, do you know Time Machine Keeper's boyfriend, um, Jack uh, W? I'll just say Jack W to not dox him on the podcast. What do you mean? She wrote his fucking name. I, Jack Willis. and he had I know a, a couple Willises, but a, I don't know Jack. I know Tim Willis. Had a lot of hair. He was violent in high school. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I know, I know, I know Dave Willis and Tim Willis. Yeah, that's true. I, I think I know Dave Willis. It's a different Dave Willis. Oh, okay. You never met him, but the Don Willis used to run our fucking town. Willis's do you have? Well, Don Willis used to. He was sponsor. He was a sponsor of the football team. They were rich, and uh, yeah. But I don't know Jack Willis. Um, I mean, okay, interesting. Maybe we, I mean, I knew a lot of people in high school. I, we had, I was in a class of seven hundred people. And so, and there was, and there was, I knew everyone in the entire school. So I probably met Jack once or twice. I was in a class. I don't, we did not hang out, especially if he was violent. I was in a class of 99 people. How crazy is that? I knew everybody. Yeah. And you were in Charlotte. Charlotte and I literally, most of them, we went through all of like middle and high school together. That's crazy. It sucked because very few new people would come to the school. They'd immediately get picked off. So if you weren't fucking somebody in sixth grade. There's a decent chance you're not fucking somebody senior year. Well, that's what happened to you. Y yes, 100%. I just was <laughs> just unable. I mean, I will say, I will attribute it largely to my inability to understand or communicate with women during that time. And my fear yeah. of it. You know, I think people don't talk about this enough when you're in middle and high school. It's something you've never done before, make out with a girl. It's mm -hmm. terrifying. So I think a lot of kids save themselves you know, from it by just getting like I did by getting a crush on a girl. They know in the back of their head they have no chance with. I mean, that happens to all of us to protect yourself from actually having to, like, be intimate for the first time, which is a bit scary. See, what I did was I get the crush on the one girl. She keeps denying you, denying you, denying you. Then you, you know, you, you hook up with her friends to make her jealous. And then that then she hates you. Then she hates you. Yeah. You learn that. And that's one of the many things you learn in high school <laughs> to not do again. <laughs> Um, okay, so you have gripes. I got personal gripes. All right, I give, got me, a couple. give me stuff, and then we're going to get to Eeyore of Twitch, and we're going to get to um, – I love Jane Doe. R really quick, Jane Doe 4269. About a year ago, I sent Ed a really depressed Facebook message about being a broke opera singer, and last week I found out that I got into one of the best masters in vocal uh, voice Ooh, opera programs in New York. You got to hold on. out, baby. Because nothing is permanent. Hard work pays off. It took me, what, 10 or 15 years of doing comedy for free before – this took off, and by the way, I, what I'm doing is on like the lowest possible, making it of you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I have my niche audience. 
I'm not even blowing up, exploding, but I would, I, I still would not give back that 15 years to get where I got today. Hell so. yeah, opera. Man, and I like to take a moment to say I've been behind on my messages. I, uh, I haven't been answering all of them. Uh, I will get to you. I'm going to take a day and just go through all my uh, Facebook messages. Sorry about that, guys. I feel like a dick, especially because I always tell you to message me. Gripe number one. Gripe number one. My dog loves piss. <laughs> I can't get my dog. Is that the one I was there for? <laughs> I just can't this now. You're like, come on. I told you my problem, and you told me your desire, and I said, no, you cannot piss in my dog's mouth. I'll wash my dog, and then he just like hops in a pile of piss. Yeah. He likes the smell of piss more than the president of the United States. Interesting. I can't deal with it, man. So he's like rolling all around in it or he's just putting if, his face in it? He puts his if, if there's a bunch of piss on a pole, he'll like rub his face on the pole. Right. He like I can't stop and I gotta I'm mean, cleaning them a lot, but he you know, he hates that. And then he immediately jumps for a pile of piss. Right. And now whenever I see him roll around in the grass, I can't think it's cute because I just assume there's a big pile of piss there. Yeah. Yeah. At least your dog doesn't love shit. He does not love shit. And At I really do love, appreciate not love that. Shit. And you know what? I will say the brighter side of that. That dog's happy. And what you're, doing, happy what you're doing to the dog is making the dog upset. But when that dog is with that piss, you should at least sit back and be like, that's what happiness fucking looks like. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Man, all right. Before, before you crouch into the crowd and have another in a series of panic attacks. I don't know what to do <laughs> about this piss-smelling dog. Yeah. But, you know, he lives on my couch, and now my couch stinks. And don't tell Amber because she's a phobia of it. All right. Of what? Dog just piss? dog. Just dirty dogs. Just dirty dogs. She she's, has a phobia. She likes dogs. It's interesting because I feel like being in New York, I always talk about this. Like, I don't understand germaphobes in New York, and I feel like New York has cleansed me of any germaphobia I would ever possibly conceive having because at all times I visualize when my hand is on the subway pole that that pole is covered in homeless man cum. Pink eye, yeah. Yeah. I, I saw and, some and, and, and dude with pink eye like, rub his pink eye one time and then go to put his hand on the pole, and I was just like, no. <laughs> Other hand. <laughs> yeah, dude. But at the end of the day, it doesn't even matter, man, because they're going to fucking fuck your shit up. They're going to get you their shit on you and yeah. their piss on you and their cum on you. <laughs> however the fuck they, they can. It's going to happen if you live in New York. Like, so I don't know what everybody's trying to do. Um, My Uber driver this morning. Okay. I get in. It's this really fat Russian man. And he's just like, as soon as I get in, he's like, you Edward? And I was like, yeah. He's like. I don't understand. I do Uber 12 days. I have nine one-star ratings. <laughs> one more one-star rating. No more Uber for me. <laughs> Why people do this? Why people give one star? <laughs> well, was he, did, do you think he deserved one star? I mean, if he's immediately bitching about it the moment I get in the car. I mean, I'd find that to be, I mean, you're laughing about it right now. No, it's hilarious. He's this, gonna be, right? this just sounds like a hilarious thing that happened to you. I mean, no, it was kind of funny. <laughs> I, mean, I have a gripe, though, with two gripes with the Ubers, especially what? outside of NYC. And outside of NYC, um, oh, in L.A., it's awful, too, because everybody's, like, trying to be in the same career that you're in, oh, too. God, you so you have to hide what you do for a living. I definitely say I'm a cook all the time. Yeah, because you can't. Or or <laughs> Jackie just says she's unemployed. <laughs> then they just, there's nowhere to take. You know what I mean? That's actually great. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> I told her she should say I just had a miscarriage and start crying. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. In the back seat for the rest of the time. Help us. I'm a stinky woman. <laughs> yeah, or just say I'm a stinky woman and start crying. It's probably a little less devastating. And apologize for, uh, if, if you're ups, uh, upset with the word I just said because you personally have experienced miscarriage. Don't feel like anybody should be joking around about that. But you know what I'll say about that? It's like we're living in a fucking crazy-ass world, dude. That's right. That's right. Um, And, and my third oh, – oh, oh, My other gripe. All right. Well, first of all, first of all, people in Ubers, mm -hmm. uh, Uber drivers outside of New York all want to have a combo with you. Yes. It's even worse in Charlotte where I'm from. Like every Uber driver wants to chat with you in la it's awful because they want to network with you yeah, yeah yeah um second gripe uh uh cool it on the air freshener boys oh yeah i mean there's you when know. you get into a car and it's like it was freezing outside right yeah freezing cold so i can't you know roll down the window and I'm just being blasted. My senses are just being blasted by this fucking shit. I know we're not allowed to be racist anymore. Okay. 
But nice preface. <laughs> <laughs> Love that for every every time I hear that preface, I'm just like, give it, give it. There's Everybody's a lot of, watching. There's a lot of Armenians out here. Okay. <laughs> and they love okay. cologne. And they love cologne. They're yeah, big, yeah. They say they deal in cologne. Yes. There's a lot of cologne There's stores. There's a lot going on. And I'm gonna say this. My white father also had an issue. Yeah. Looking back, where your nose. Oh, my grandfather, he was the worst. Your nose gets desensitized to it. I mean, it's a common occurrence. It's something that I had to learn about. Your nose, your senses get desensitized when you're wearing it, and mm-hmm. you don't think you have enough on. But everyone around you knows for a fact you have way too much on yeah. all at all times. And plus, my grandfather, his sense of smell was shot because he was a smoker for fifty Even years. Even worse, yeah. And so he just had no sense of smell, and he had all the he, he had all these cologne samples that you would get out of like a magazine. Remember that. You would unfold a magazine and then you'd rub it on your hand and then yeah. you'd smell like your car. You know, that's how they used to sell cologne back in the day. Right, right, yeah, right. And he would just rip out those pages and keep them in his hospital drawer and give them to me when I showed him. He was like, smell good for the ladies, Eddie. You know, it's like, I'm 10. <laughs> and then you also, know. thanks for the sub, Trace is bad. Also, um, uh, the the thing I would say about it is that, oh, my God, I just had a brain fart. Uh, oh, oh, um. Just Uber, Uber. St- oh, oh, that th- he was a smoker. So, mm-hmm. like, the mixture of fucking too much cologne and cigarettes is the filthiest smell. Mm-hmm. It's just the same as like Paris. It's yeah, it's it's Paris. It's also like you know when you spray a bunch of smelly shit over your sh- dirty shit. Oh man, that was really, me in football practice. It just hurts. It just doesn't. It smells like lime shit. Yeah, you, you know just, what I mean. Yeah, you smell like a beach whale covered in polo sport. Yeah. Floral shit, yeah. which is disgusting. <laughs> it's like I'd rather keep the two smells separate. Just turn on the fan and we'll be done, right? Uh, yeah. Light a match, we're good, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we should not talk about <laughs> stinky. Third shit. gripe, real fast. Yes, please. Me and Holden went to Universal together. Yes, a lot of fun. A lot had of a fun. great time. Had a great time. The Harry Potter light show, a little, little underwhelming. I did not like it. I'm you know what? You my, said, I'm glad you said that. You know what my major problem with it is? What? There's no fucking Harry Potter. Well, I'm okay with. It. I like that it was this evil it's light evil show. It's evil or whatever, but I mean, you're having a Harry Potter light show in Harry Potter world, and you don't put Harry <laughs> Potter in it. Yeah, it was evil. It was all the evil, the the Dementors and he Voldemort. doesn't have to win, but right. just like show us, you know, like, have his hey, head, yeah, have his head dangling, out anything, just decapitated anything. I mean, head with just blood guts. It's out called of it. the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. You can't help me anymore, children. And just like throw it into like yeah. a trash can. No, no, Alan Rickman, love nothing. Yeah. So, yeah, but it, it's evil light show. Exactly. It is an evil Twitch. light show. It is it is that? And but nothing happens. There's like no dialogue. Yeah. It's just like a hand on a castle, and then the front's off. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't for me. As a light show fan, it could go fuck. Mm-hmm. And I expect more from Harry Potter world. Absolutely, I agree. You know, it's one of those two where. Is it awful that I I feel awful saying this? Not a little, little, a little, little small. Oh, it's cramped in there. Well, well, just the whole park. It, it's just very small. Yeah, it's a very small park. It's, it's one hundred twenty dollars, and you can really just kind of traipse through the whole park pretty quickly. Well, not because the li- the Simpsons line is one hundred and ten minutes, so you yeah, can't yeah. do that. I mean, you can't get into that. That was the one thing I didn't get to do, which is crazy because I feel like I said this to you guys when you were like, "It's fifty five minute wait," and it was the end of the day, and I was just kind of like. You know, do you want to? I was like, 13 year old me would have waited four hours for this ride. Yeah. Fucking 36 year old me is ready to go. Yeah, man. Fuck it. Who cares? Uh, it's the atmosphere you pay for. And I had a great time. And Simpsons Land was fantastic. The mummy ride was phenomenal. I hate the mummy. And the ride, the was, ride was unbelievable. So good. It's so good. Because that's a, that's a perfect franchise, not for movies, but for a ride. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They should just take all the universal horror icons and make rides a ride out of them because yeah. that's like the funnest shit dracula wolfman they well, failed they failed rebooting the franchise with that horrible tom cruise mummy that was supposed to reboot the universal monsters you and it, and it single-handedly ruined their reboot of the, of all of the universal we were going to get a universal monster movie for every monster if that movie had gone well i mean that's crazy you can't bank on tom cruise 
taking over the mummy. He's older than Brendan Fraser. It should, you're right. It should have been Will Smith. Should have been Brendan Fraser. <laughs> yeah, that would have been amazing, actually. Fat-faced <laughs> Brendan Fraser. Was trying to get in touch since uh, I'm wheels over here and all disabled and shit. I could get you in the rides way faster. Being handicapped has very few perks. There you go. Oh, That's good. Thank That's you. good. All right. Maybe if I end up going back. I doubt it, though, because, you know, it's $120. I got the year pass for 149 what? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, but you got to get the shitty pass, you know? Okay. Yeah, so you, there's no front of line stuff. Is there any, like, upgrade shit you can do I feel with like that if pass? I go there, I could pay an extra 50 bucks to get front of the line. Which I would probably. For that run. I but guess honestly, so. dude, if you go, we went on a Monday weekday. Uh, or whatever it was. I don't yeah. even know what. Yeah, it was, it was still pretty packed. It was pretty packed, it's but it was. Spring break, though. Yeah. It's spring break, so but it's packed. I would, I would just say, I think there's hours and times and days that you could go where it's not going to, and you don't need to pay extra for the front. Because even there was one ride we didn't end up riding because the wait was too long, and that was The Simpsons. Everything else was co- totally chill and easy. And Man, like, and I went for like three hours by myself, and that was great. Yeah, which has got to be Just go by fun. yourself. Just if you around. get a chance to do these things by yourself, I can't recommend it more. Single rider lines, fuck you. I'm in the middle of hour wait. Eat a dick. Yeah. I'm in there in 10 minutes. Brendan Fraser is super awesome in Doom Patrol right now. I didn't expect it. That's fantastic. We're All right. Doom Patrol is. We didn't get to any. We're 26 minutes in, and we haven't gotten to one of these people's gripes. We're dealing exactly. with our bullshit. I can't believe it. Saying hi. You know, we're talking about April Reels Day. Can we find one of these people's problems? Absolutely. Real quick, I'll just say mine really fast, and that's just that, you know, coming oh. out here and spending time with all of you guys makes me really sad that we're so separate as as a friend group. I know. And that there's this East Coast, West Coast contingent, and it's so spread out, and it just there's a, it's a bittersweetness hanging out, out here because it's like – you know, it's a little bit of a bummer that we're all spread out. Okay, yes, will, please. It is nice, Twitch. though, when I go to New York and I get to hang out with everybody. True, yeah. I mean, it makes coming here so much more fun. Yeah. Like, it makes it, like, this great, good time. Anyways, uh, Eeyore, send yours. Um, who else also? If you have an issue, you have a, pro- a problem in your life, you want us to talk about it, find the brighter side, that's what we're here for um, for <laughs> the last 30 minutes of the show. Yeah. Sorry to be on brand and be an Eeyore, but brighter side of having a stroke, I guess I didn't stroke out and get all strokey. But need an MRI to see if I could have brain damage. Oof. Well, if you don't know if you have brain damage or not, that means it's not that bad mm-hmm. if you do. You mm-hmm. know, so if you're still kind of like hopping around and thinking you're all right, you're going to you're going to be OK. And yeah. Like these little strokes, these smaller strokes are totally recoverable. My 70 year old Uncle Joe just had one and he just did the, the Colorado River in the Grand Canyon. He's fine. You know, different you know, so, strokes for different folks. All right. That's actually what <laughs> killed Gary old Gary Coleman was a series of multiple aneurysms. Absolutely. It's so different, different <laughs> folks have different strokes. Uh, trioxin. So after trying life in Colorado for three years, I have decided to move back to Chicago. I love Colorado. I love it too, trioxin. Have amazing friends here, but feel I am not truly happy being so distant from family. I keep second-guessing if this is the right thing to do, though, and it's very conflicting. What's the brighter side to this all to help me stop backpedaling and second-guessing my decision? Well, I mean, you're not going to have fun until you let yourself have fun. You know, that's mm-hmm. just – that's all it is. You know, I mean, you, once – if you keep thinking about how great everything is in Chicago – and how much you want to be back in Chicago, you're never going to start enjoying Colorado. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, you could still think Chicago is great and like Colorado. Like, I still think New York is the coolest city in the world, but I live in Los Angeles. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, my brother literally just moved from Denver back to uh, Charlotte for a girl and a life and a whole future. And he's still they're they're planning their next trip back to Denver uh, this year. I mean, he's still going to go back. The good thing about it, you can always go back to these places. And if you do feel deep in your heart, you're not happy in Colorado, then you probably are making the right decision to be back together with your friends. And, fam- and, the, and you know, the other bright side of it is you did it. You went you went for three years. Three years is the uh, proper amount of time to give a new place a shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? I you, mean did, yeah. you did it. If you're feeling it, if you want to go back, you put your time in. And kudos to you for being brave enough to even just make the move in the first place because that's a very difficult thing for people 
people to do. Yeah, but uh, you know, like I said, Chicago's a cooler city than I don't know where you live in Colorado. Denver's awesome. Denver's pretty Red awesome. Rocks, but like, if you're like real, hey, Red Rocks are badass. Red Rocks is amazing. And there's dude. a really cool funk scene Craft in Denver. Breweries, yeah, great record there's, store. And you know, also, the comedy scene in Denver is <laughs> actually pretty awesome. fucking good, dude. Come on, don't even try to. It, it, it like I don't know everything. But Chicago is. I mean, Chicago is one cool. of the coolest cities in the world. It's true. Chicago is cool. But you know, if you stay in Chicago, you will die of fat. You That's know, the there's like That's a scary thing. Yeah. Oh, you're staying in Boulder. Oh, here we go. Boulder's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say I'm staying in Boulder uh, during late January and considering moving there. My okay. mom had a stroke while I was out there. Lots Jesus, of stroke these news. Strokes going on. I had to come back to Nevada to help around the house. Ah, oh, Nevada, the worst. My dad's in Nevada and he's all fucked up. I hate it over there. Ugh. But and then uh, and uh, until my mom goes back and work in July. I mean, yeah, you've had a you've had a rough run. Of course, you know, you're going to you like, don't take it out on, you know, where you live. You know, it's it's tough. And if you need some good tax advice, I know it's a little late, but if you didn't do your taxes, you go to Box Elder Accounting in Denver. They'll take, tell they'll, them they'll Eddie sent you. Hand. They'll take care of you. Yeah, they'll tell take them, care hey, of tell them Eddie sent you. Tell them Holden tried to stop you. All right. <laughs> Jade, Jade Dale Wine says, brighter side of having a super smooth dick. You can always get condoms that are ribbed for her pleasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chando Calrissian. My mom had one two years ago called a TIA. Uh, I'm guessing this is stroke. It had no lasting effects in her. She just changed her diet and a few things. There you go. I didn't realize. I thought it was always devastating if you had one. No, no, no. You can Not have little ones, but yeah, then you can have, you can have gigantic, gigantic ones. And you turn into ones. like. Like fucking uh, yeah. Anthony Hopkins from Legends of the Fall. Ugh, you gotta no like talk on that. a chalkboard that you hang around oh your neck. Oh my god, please. Um, uh, this is two full cycle. Yo says fat daughters. I was staying in Boulder during late. G- oh, we already read this, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah um, Chando Calrissian. Yeah, uh, all my friends are in Atlanta, and I probably would have moved anyways if not for that. But I think people are more important than location. Obviously, I mean, I, that's yeah. good things to know about yourself. Mm-hmm. What is more important for me? I think it's like career. And stuff, kind of, and then friends, and then, like, the town I'm actually in. You know yeah. what I mean? Luckily, those all line up for you. Exactly. W- work pretty well. I would say, though, it's like if I had the choice, I wouldn't move to L.A. for, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I like it, though. I don't dislike it here like I used to, but still. Like, if I had that, I wish there was a fucking Hollywood in it of, of Asheville. You oh, my mean? God. Could you I imagine mean, if Hollywood great. was in Asheville? Um, yeah, but then Asheville wouldn't be cool. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem with the whole thing. That's the problem. Is the awful people have to congregate for this business to be a business. Uh, Sir Daniel Fortesque says, I have severe ADHD, and it's really messing with my life. It's hurting relationships and hard to make friends. I'm 21 and thought I outgrew it, but it's affecting me more than ever. I want to try meds again, but I get afraid of doctors' help. I mean, not every doctor is good. You're going to have to like go through some shitty doctors till you find a good doctor that you like and understands you and your body. Uh, you're only 21. You got, you know, you got a lot of time to deal with this. This problem isn't going away. This is a lifelong issue that you're going to have to deal with. So, I mean, just you got to I think you got to listen to doctors and try these meds and it's a trial and error process and unfortunately there will be some errors and you're going to have to deal with it to find out how to live your life properly. Yep, and I think there are people out there who understand where you're coming from and would be willing to work with you, you know, and um, I wonder if like there are groups that get together for people who all share the same thing like ADHD where they can get together and hang out and Just a bunch of people screaming and like, <laughs> screaming numbers. <laughs> it's a pie fight. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the Shred Pirate Robert. So I quit my old job and picked up two part-time jobs. I've so done that before. So I could have my evenings free and spend more time being an actual person instead of just cooking in a kitchen. But I'm, hey, you've done that before. But yeah. I'm finding that I'm spending even more time sleeping and being a piece of shit instead of doing things I love like bicycling. Um, uh, thank you for the uh, host, Parker. Bicycling, playing, and streaming video games and writing, which makes me feel worse and want to lay around more and wallow. What's the brighter side to my situation, and how can I turn this in, uh, turn this to positivity? Um, okay. Well, if you can't even play video games, I mean, that's a great time waster. What I would say is you have a long list here. You got bicycling, playing video games, streaming video games, writing. Each one of those are very time consuming. Don't keep them all on your list. Do one. Yeah, maybe you know, pick one. Just do one, get good at it, get regular at it, and then add another one. There's no rush to all this shit. You oh. know, like you just start you you made the first choice, you got rid of the old job and you started two new jobs. I get it. That's a great move. 
Now, like, take your time. There's no reason to, that you need to, like, be immediately bicycling and playing video games and streaming video games and writing. Just take your time, hey, dude. Hey, here's another thing, dude. The, I think the brighter side, is, it, to, by the way, is that there are simple things you can do to start small to get back into your flow and get back and energize. I think one of the big things for you is either getting sun, which the bicycling will help with that, or just taking vitamin D pills if you're staying in a lot. And that's going to help give you a little bit more serotonin and energy, and maybe that's going to help get you out of your hole. Absolutely. Uh, try Milk to- isn't a good vitamin D either. They may say it is. It's yeah. not. Take the go, fucking pill. Go to the vitamin store. Take the vitamin D. I take it all the time because I am a streamer <laughs> that doesn't get out a lot. Uh, I, I feel so much more energy when I'm in L.A. It's mm-hmm. nuts. B12, baby. I'm just in that sun all the time. And, like, it really does give you a lot of energy uh, – uh, throughout the day, I feel like, and it's fun. I like staying in the studio too, and maybe this will help you. Um, I like staying in the studio because the light just is over, just comes in, and my day starts with a light on me. Yeah. With um, and and I and I feel more energized to start the day as opposed to having like if you have like blackout curtains at home and shit, and you just never know what time it is. Like that can be really disorienting. And I'm realizing now, I think I prefer to have it just the light wake me up every day. Uh, I woke well, up at 8 today, which is crazy. Yeah, I have I do the same <laughs> thing in my house. I keep my blinds kind of open so it hits me in the morning yeah. and I'll, I I'm, get, I'm out of bed by 10. Yeah. You know, which is still late, but as compared to, you know, I used to sleep till like 1 and when I was a fucking horrible drunk, I'd sleep till 5. Right. So this is very it nice. It's a lot better. You yes. know, this is great. You know, and so if you let the light in your life, unless you know you're still going through your drinking and drug phase and you're young and I understand that and you just need to be passed out in the dark but a little bit of light helps it out there you go beautiful derelict hey guys I've been dealing with depression for years now and I have a pretty solid treatment plan however I still find it hard to get out of bed most days for what seems like no reason I'll lay there for hours after waking up What's the brighter side of wasting away half the day? We just talked about this, actually, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fine. I mean, you if you want to lay in bed for a while, I lay in bed for a while. I lay in bed for a while. You know what I do? I pick up my phone and I start doing work. Yeah, okay. I just I'll start sending emails and stuff like that. If I'm in bed for an extra hour after I'm awake, I try to get a little – read the news, anything. You know, just make sure you you get something accomplished while you're in that bed so you don't feel as awful as you can. Hey guys, Ed Larson from The Brighter Side here talking to you about ExpressVPN. You know, and if you think that cybercrime is something that happens to other people and no one wants to take your data and that, you know, hackers can't just grab your passwords or credit card details, you're wrong, man. It happens. You know, stealing data from unsuspecting people on public Wi-Fi is one of the simplest ways these hackers make their money. When you leave your internet connection unencrypted, uh, you might as well be saying, hey, my name's Ed Larson and my password is Ben Kissel's a big dumb dumb uh, 69. ExpressVPN secures your internet browsing by encrypting your data and hiding your public IP address. ExpressVPN has an easy to use apps that run seamlessly in the background of your computer, phone, or tablet. You won't even know they're there. Turning on ExpressVPN protection only takes one click. It's as easy as boom, done. Forget about it. Using ExpressVPN, I can safely surf on public Wi-Fi without being snooped on or having my personal data shown. For less than $7 a month, you can get the same ExpressVPN protection that I have. Lord knows, I got a lot to hide. For less than $7 a month, you can get the same ExpressVPN protection that I have. ExpressVPN is the number one VPN service by TechRadar and comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you get ExpressVPN, you catch someone snooping, money back. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash brighterside. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash brighter side for three months free with a one year package. Visit expressvpn.com slash brighter side to learn more.
There you go. Uh, a literal cabbage, by the way. I've been getting back into Wizard and the Bruiser. Just want to stop by and say thanks. Thank you so much. Um, Balo30, I'm 24, and my parents uh, pay for everything. Oh, by the way, brighter side also, even if you waste half the day, you still have another half of a day. Absolutely. Uh, there you for go. For sure. Let me go scroll up to get to this other one here. Um, bu -bu 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 -bu. Which one was it? It was Balo. Where's Balo? Here you go. I'm 24. My parents pay for everything. I have depression and anxiety, panic attacks all the time. I can't keep my apartment clean, can't keep a job, can't keep up with classes. Alienated all my friends because anxiety. What's the brighter side to being an adult baby? I mean, you, I mean, sounds like you need some therapy. Yeah, for sure. You know, not to be a, you know, not to be not so, to be so a, direct and yeah. a dick, but you know, it sounds like there's more going on there. Yeah, you can't do anything. I wanted to say like, you know, it, start small with like keeping your room clean. Yeah. Cuz that's the thing that I notice like for me personally, but it's kind of hard. I don't want to sit mm -hmm. give you that kind of advice though when I do agree with you Ed that I feel like it's not just keeping your room clean. I think you probably really need to like Talk to somebody that's not your parents, that's not your friends, yeah. that's a neutral observer. And we are not therapists. And we are not therapists. We should state so that right now. It is, it is cool that you finally you realize that you do have this problem. Yeah, that's the brightest you, side of all of and this. And you said it in an open forum, even mm -hmm. though we don't know your real name or who you are actually or what you look like or right. anything, or your parents or you know any part of you really. <laughs> but uh, you know, it sounds like you just need to start a little therapy. And you got to want to make yourself better. Yeah. You know, like if if you're just like set up right now with your parents paying for everything and sleeping through the fucking day and doing nothing at all. I mean, you're not going to change. So, I mean, either cut yourself off from your parents, not like emotionally or like, you know, like physically, just like uh, monetarily cut yourself off from your parents and force yourself to start working. And then once you start getting your own money, I tell this to a lot of people who are younger than uh -huh. me who live off of their parents. Uh -huh. Like once you start getting your own money, you really start to love it. You become addicted to not relying on other like people like your parents. Yeah, no, and it's uh, it really helps you uh, move forward in your life. It, it sounds like the fact that you're able to share you, you are being this honest means you're ready for therapy. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of therapists. They all piss me off, says Bailout. I did quit drinking and smoking. That's the br that's uh, a bright side. Smoking weed last month, actually, which I think has helped. That's amazing. Oh, That, nice. that should help very much so. That's good. I'm sorry. One of the problems with therapists is, and this is what keeps me from going to therapy. Is I'm supposed to start. I need to start, and I feel I really should. And the thing that keeps me from going is exactly what you're talking about, Bailout. It sucks, but you have to go through some – it's like dating. You have yeah. to like go through some duds. So like no one's most people aren't going to find their therapist the first right out time the out, gate, yeah. which no one wants to go through that kind of mental trial and error. And it's expensive. It's expensive. And you don't want to get fucked with. You don't want to get led down a bad path and yeah. paying all this money. So I get it. I don't but I don't want to say that to keep you from going. But I do want to voice, I think, a lot of the same concerns that you have so that, it, again, it's not as easy as clean your room. It's not as easy as find a therapist. So I understand how hard the road is, but it's a road we must take, you know, especially if you're at this place in your life. And, and it sounds um, like you want to be independent or like you, you wouldn't even bring it up. Yeah, it sounds like you want to be independent and it sounds like you're ready for a change. So I think I think you're mentally in a really strong place and you're quitting drinking and smoking weed. I mean, it sounds like you're really in a, in a stronger place than you think, dude. Yeah, uh, especially uh, that drinking will really fuck with you. Yeah, seriously. Um, let's see. Hi, guys. Name's Bo, and I've been listening to a bunch of roundtable oh, episodes. Bo, here we go. And I have a hard this time. This guy's like an ass-eating fetish. Uh-huh. He he's always messages about us about this all the time. All right, you can read it. I'm sorry to interrupt no, you. No, 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 no. That's okay. I kind of love this. This is great. <laughs> roundtable episodes. And I have a hard time listening when you guys decide to pick on Ben Kissel for his ass-eating endeavors. It's 2019, and I was just wondering, hoping – that you guys have matured and opened your minds a little bit. Everybody can eat whatever fucking they want. Yeah, you know I, I mean? would make fun of Ben just this because the, he's there. And I know you're asking this. If he said he liked to, to eat marshmallows, I'd make fun of him for that. That's the thing. It's I was about to explain. I'm like, well, you know, for there to be like a comedy <laughs> element to the show, there has to be conflict. Like comedy is conflict. Like yeah. any other thing, drama or anything. Mm -hmm. there, if we all agree, it's harder to create, I think, you know, yeah. Um, funny moments. But I get it, too. I, I know you probably weren't expecting that sort of an answer. But. Yeah, and if you like eating ass, eat ass. Just be careful you don't die of Oregon Trails disease. Yeah, and don't fuck with glass back there. You're going to get diphtheria and stuff. You know, just you know, just uh, be careful. Sounds like there's a lot of people out there for Balo, which is really cool. I'm not going to read those comments, but Balo, you should read those comments and know that there are people, uh, strangers out there for you. 
On a more serious note about my life, uh, says Dale Cooper, I would love some support for anyone on a big life decisions I made a few months ago to leave my job to become a self-started hemp farmer here in Colorado. Amazing. Cool. We have we, friends so that did Colorado that. News. Yeah, we do. We, uh, out in Seattle. Yeah. We just locked in our investors, but there is still so much to do. I mean, it's a very hard job. You, it's the, not easy. Hey, I'll tell you what. Getting investors is probably... I would assume that's one of the hardest parts. Yeah. Getting people to fucking support you financially through your business endeavor. You're becoming a farmer. Yeah. Like that's like, you know, people don't become farmers because it's easy. Yeah. You know, so you've, you've, I know weed is fun and it sounds like everyone's (laughs) going to be like, oh man, all you do is grow weed, man. Oh, good for you, dude. You just get high all day. It's like, no, it's farming. I got to get up at the yeah, crack of fucking pe- dog. Farming is very every, – yeah, the dream is like, oh, I'll just have a little farm and live by the land and have my own hours. And it's like you don't have your own hours. You have to wake up at the crack of dawn. Yeah. It is not a lucrative work. If I the mean, sun hemp, is out, you're working. Hemp will probably be more lucrative. But, uh, yeah, it's yeah. got to be a lot going on. And you're in an industry that is exploding right now. It so. is. It's going to – the whole thing – good to get on the ground floor now, man. So congratulations, though, on getting this far, because you know there's tons of people like, come on, man, give me money for my farm. Oh, man, so many (laughs) shady-ass weed people out here. (laughs) That's why they legalize it, so you don't have to deal with the shady people anymore. Just be fun, be nice, and work hard, and this will all be great for you guys. Congratulations. Rob Gala, I'm really considering taking some time away from my friends, either temp or permanently. I keep feeling as if they don't care about the friendship as much as I do and feel as though they hold me back. Problem is, we've been friends for a while, and I love them as a family. I'm torn. Have you ever been in that situation? Um, yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, I definitely went through that. Um, it was it was when I moved to Astoria, I felt a little angst about my friends in general. I felt like mm-hmm. everybody was just kind of going their separate ways and busy and becoming adults and you know and it might just be that and it might not even be your friend's fault sometimes people just kind of naturally grow apart but i will say this i feel like i spent that year not really in with my friends but then i had like a resurgence after that and became closer to yeah because you just gotta figure it out yeah because that might mean there's some journey you need to go on you know Mm -hmm. as opposed to it being your friend's fault because i know that was for me the case like I needed to go on a personal growth year yeah you know? and I couldn't do that drinking with my friends like so I knew I needed to take that time for myself to like focus and put, put out work that makes sense that makes complete sense I'd say like with me and friendship like it's all like you, you give everything you can and if you start feeling bad give a little more you know and then yeah. if it keeps getting if it stays shitty then end it yeah, because it does, and it's like the best part about friendship is it's not a like a, a actual relationship. I mean, it's a relation. It's not like a, a sexual relationship, right? Where you have to like properly end it, and, and like, hopefully there's not money on the line, and you know what I mean, or anything like that. So if you're not like living with them, it's something that you don't have to like take a purposeful time away. Yeah, if you literally just stop, you can just stop hanging out as much. Mm-hmm. You know, I have lots of friends personally. I'm very lucky. I'm very fortunate. Uh, and so I have the luxury if someone starts being a dick to just stop calling them and not worry and about hang it. out with other people. You so know. it sounds like maybe you need Rob to find some other people to hang out with. You, know? you don't need to get rid of these friends. Exactly. Just find some new ones, too. 100 percent. That's yeah, yeah. it. That's it. So I guess uh, the brighter side is there's always more friends. There's a million fucking I'm, people everywhere. I'm in a situation where I'm hitting like a friend cap and I'm have the opposite problem where I'm almost like, you know what? I know, but I'm kind of good. I've like, been to oh. three weddings in five weeks. Yeah, it's pretty intense. So I'm, I have the opposite problem. I'm like, I'm like too many. I hang out with too many awesome people, and it <laughs> becomes difficult to wrangle it all uh, and make sure to spend enough time with everybody. You yeah, because I mean? everyone gets pissed when you don't go to their birthday. You're like, I done. I, I can't do this. I'm tapped again. out. I can't spend another hundred dollars. You know what I mean on whatever. Uh, but yeah, I think that, you know, you should, you should go out, find new people, man. Cause I don't know if, the, especially if you're, ref- if your friends you're referring to are literally from like high school, mm-hmm. then yes, you should really try to find Although, like, some yeah. people with your now common interests that you probably have lost touch with, with the friends. I have like four big groups of friends in my life and each one of them are attached to the city I lived in at that time. Right. You know, I got my big high school friends that I'm still friends with. I got my college friends, which is murder fest. Mm-hmm. Then I got my comedy community in New York and then I 
I got my LA friends that and I met out here. They all hang and party a little differently. Yeah, you they all I mean? yeah, and then you start interwining them, yeah. and then you see like which, a lot of fun. which ones of them start picking up with each other, and it, it, it gets very interesting. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. There's Absolutely. lots of people out there with lots of different personalities. Hundred percent. And uh, don't lose the old friends. Keep them. Just get new ones also. How you doing, guys? Ed Larson here from Brighter Side, and I'm talking to you about Beta Brand. Oh, man, I love my Beta Brand. You know, we do a lot of ads for people, but Beta Brand, they really hooked us up. Who says comfy can't be work appropriate? I mean, yeah, sure, for me, I can wear whatever I want to work. You guys have no idea. You know, but for normal people, you got to wear khakis. You got to wear a nice shirt. You got to look good when you go to work. But you still want to be comfortable. And that's where Beta Brand comes in. Beta Brand wants you to look good and feel good, even at the office. Their dress pant yoga pant features ultra comfy styles designed to impress. Listen, Beta Brand's got wrinkle resistant four way stretch point knit fabric, and they got dress pant details like faux zippers and you know pockets and front buttons and belt loops and they make their yoga pants look like pants you can wear to the office their dress yoga pants have options for all shapes and sizes and tastes i mean we know they have options for all shapes and sizes if i'm wearing them they got the boot cut they got straight legs skinny cropped more they got all kinds of options these guys are hooking us up their pants come in all the standard colors you know they got black navy gray khaki they even got some seasonal colors so you're staying with the times spring's coming up i can use some pink ones there's four lengths to choose from for you ladies and they even got styles featuring functional pockets when are you gonna find functional pockets in yoga pants these guys are really hooking everyone up beta brand connects shoppers and designers that bring new ideas to life they welcome feedback and bring crowdsource ideas straight to the design room. Shoppers can actually vote for designs to become crowdfunded projects on the site. Hundreds of designers and thousands of designs are on their site so far. You can get lost in there. So I got myself my first pair of khakis in, I want to say, a decade. And I'm wearing them all over town. I actually had people tell me nice pants. That's never happened to me. People don't look at me and they're like, hey, I should compliment that man. Visit betabrand.com slash brighter side, all lowercase, to get 20% off yours. Millions of women agree that these are the most comfortable pants they'll ever wear to work. That's betabrand.com, B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D.com slash brighter side to get 20% off your dress pant yoga pants these guys are great go to beta brand great new company i love them uh you're of twitch brighter side of wanting to better myself and help my severe anxiety and depression by going to a therapist and seeing a dr to try new depression meds since i've tried literally every single depression med i have treatment resistant depression and i had my first therapy session today and canceled because i had a panic attack every day because of dialysis Ooh, because of dialysis. You see, there's the kicker and right there at the Jen, very end. You've talked to Jim before about her dialysis uh, and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, the Eeyore of Twitch. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, you're the Eeyore of Twitch. <laughs> if you weren't depressed, I mean, what would we all do? This is the problem. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you become cured, then we don't have an Eeyore of Twitch. So the brighter side is you serve a purpose in, in other people's lives. <laughs> But also, I'm sorry you're going through that, and I'm sorry about these new um, updates that you send uh, uh, that seem to get worse and worse. But you're still kicking, and, yeah. and, and you're still you know, able to come here and talk to us and, and hang out and stuff, so other people have it worse. You know Listen, what I, mean? I mean, at this point, if you've tried everything, and you still have panic attacks, and you still, you've tried all the meds and they don't work, you know, you have to get some level of acceptance at some point. You know, that's kind of, it's, it's, that's kind of how I feel about, you know, just like my, as stupid as this may sound, is how I feel about my allergies. I'm, I can't cure them. I'm going to be fucked up. I'm going to snore like a bastard. And you try little things to make it better, but there's just at some point you have to accept the way your life is. And if you if you get a little, if you accept it a little bit, then you start to realize what you can do to move past it, Absolutely. I think. Absolutely. 
So, yeah, don't don't concentrate so much about how fucked up your life is. Just do everything you can to enjoy it. Um, MD Leo Spaceman, I went through a breakup two months ago. I'm still having trouble moving on and letting go of someone that was such a huge part of my life. I feel like it's taking too long to get over and start feeling whole again. Is there a brighter side I'm not seeing? Yeah, the brighter side is it's never necessarily, like, too long. You're allowed to feel the way that you feel. I mean, of course, mm -hmm. you also want to be moving on and all those good things. But I will also say that, like, don't feel like – don't don't necessarily beat yourself up because you think you haven't gotten over it fast enough because there really is no timeline for this thing. No. Um, I don't know how long you guys have been together, but I do feel that the longer you are with somebody, the longer it takes to move forward. Um, the brighter side that you're not seeing is that, A, you were even able to have an experience with another person this meaningful that you would feel this way about a breakup. You know, a lot of people go through their entire lives fucking just jerking off into a tin can and fucking smelling it every morning when they wake up and some weird kind of kick. Yeah. You know I, mean, I mean, that is it is it, that is where the expression kick the can comes kick from. the can comes in when you smell your own cum and it makes you jerk <laughs> off into it again. Uh, yeah. And so you could be that fucking dude in Delio space, man. You know what I mean? And the other thing is, um, I'm going to say the brighter side is looking back on the time right after my breakup. And I know I've talked about this a million times ad nauseum yeah. on the stream, but looking back to the time after my last relationship in between before I met Lexi, mm -hmm. some of the most fun times of my life. Yeah, and they were painful as well. It was some of the most intense heartbreak I've ever felt, but um, also some of the most fun I've ever had. So get out there, man. You're feeling feelings right now. Most of us just walk through our day fucking in emotional clouds of yeah. nothingness, and you're feeling shit right now. Feel it, live it, love it, dude. Lean into it. Put on some sad ass music. Fucking go, you know, feel this emotion Hell because yeah. you're gonna move past this and you're gonna be happy again. And so that's just all this is. Uh, ass ass eating lover Dale Cooper says, "I'm from Chicago." With him farm i'm from chicago so this is a huge change for me love you guys and love all your shows i'll be listening while working on the farm that's oh, so awesome dude. very cool hell yeah man um if you own a business you basically have like five jobs that's 100 percent true i mm -hmm. can attest brighter side of job burnout oh my god i hear that yeah g caro flow i probably fucked that up i'm a home-based therapist i love helping others and feel like i'm doing i'm good at my job rather but dealing with other people's trauma every day gets exhausting. See, this is fascinating to me because I always thought about this. Well, How all the therapists fuck have therapists. Um, plus, I'm just tired of driving all the time. But until I can test for my clinical license in January, I won't get an office position. Well, the brighter side is you'll at least eventually get an office position if you truly want one. Um, but always feel like if, you, if this is not working, if this career is not working, I know you put a lot of time and money into it. But um, understand that you have options. You could do something else. And I would highly uh, advise it if it really is giving you a hard time dealing with everybody's trauma. But I think about this all the time. Like, who the fuck signs up to just be in everybody's shit? I absorb. Mm. Like, if Lexi comes in in a shitty mood, I, like, absorb some of it. Yo, absolutely. And it's impossible almost not to. And I do the same thing. I'll come home pissed off at, like, the subway train. And it ruins, kind of ruins Lexi's day a little bit. If I'm super pissed and screaming about the train, I'm not mad at her. I'm not mad at anything, you yeah. know. But she just absorbs that energy from me. And I don't know how to shut that off. And so I always think about therapists and how they cope and how they deal with that. I mean, I imagine they drink. I imagine they drink. <laughs> don't start drinking, therapists. Don't start drinking. Well, he already is, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, you yeah, think, yeah. How many therapists do you think are drunk on the job? Oh, I mean, if I was, I would be. I, I know when know. people ask, mostly except for this show, I mean, when people usually ask me for advice, I'm already half in the fucking bag. You know, so uh, I don't know, man. It's tough. being a th You've chosen a life to help other people, and I commend you for that. And I'm sorry it's taking a toll, but of course it is. It's a very hard job. Yeah, and if a, you know, and if you can't do it anymore, don't worry about it. I want to hear some more from you, though, if you want to give us a little bit more perspective on this, because it must be just unbelievably uh, traumatizing to hear all of these people's stories and whatever they're going through. And, you know, it's almost the same as like not nearly as bad, though. But, you know, the people who have to like the cops who have to work in like child porn and stuff and yeah. deal with that. You know, I know they have like a early retirement situation, but like, pff, who gives a shit? Yeah. That's, that's a whole, your whole life. You got to fucking, you know, move forward. Last uh, thing I want to do, knowledge. if I got a, if I have a friend who I got to like talk about their feelings like more than once a week, yeah, it's usually going to end pretty soon. So yeah. I commend you for what you do. I know you're getting paid, but, uh, you know, damn, yeah. you know, Ooh. it's a hard fucking job. It's man. a hard job. Oh, dude. here we go. 
cold-hearted bastards like me are the ones that last longest, I think. Nothing affected <laughs> me at first, but now it's building up. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, just go cry. You know the answers to your own fucking problems. What are we even talking well, to you about? that's the thing, too, right? Do you, though? I drink daily, lol, not on the job. There you go. So we got it. We nailed it, dude. We're just diagnosing these people. We should be therapists. We just diagnose the fuck out of this guy. Um, J. Dale Wine, it's dope as fuck that you guys have hit a good spot with your own lives and take the time to share some good thoughts, vibes with other folks. Absolutely. Well, that's the other thing, too. You know why I don't feel very comfortable giving like doing like a sex advice podcast, because I'm like, dude, if I'm having trouble in paradise and I have to go and try to give other people advice. Yeah, it's going to be tough, tough. Yeah. I'll be like, dumper, break up, get out while you can. <laughs> Depending on the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's all going to be fine, guys. Like it, it truly is. I love panty puddings. Just like, wait, wait, wait. I have too many friends. You know what? I get it. It must sound very obnoxious. The things I say at all times. Everyone's got their own problems. <laughs> uh, so it says, let's lighten the mood a bit. What is the brighter side of having a hairy shaft? There is a word and it is called manscaping, baby. Yeah. And you can get into it. You can Velcro your uh, penis to a vagina. That's also go. hairy. And then you guys will love each other. That, that could be fun. Yeah. That could be fun. It'd be like, you know, like those when the people wear the Velcro suits and they run against the Velcro wall. You can do that with your beloved. Yeah, absolutely. So we got five minutes left in the stream. What do you say we do two and then say goodbye? Yeah, I'd say if you've got a last minute one you want to throw in, uh, sneak in past the goalie, go for it. I'm going to read Parker's right now. I had a heart transplant about four years ago, and the only thing I've really done since then was graduating high school. I've not really done anything with my life, and I either spend most days in my room or going to the hospital for treatments or reject for rejection. I've been feeling undeserving of the transplanted, but yet don't seem to do anything to move my life forward. If you just graduated high school, don't worry about moving your life forward for four more years. There you go. You know, I mean, that's, you know, that's without a heart transplant. You know, if you're just like a normal, healthy dude, you know, I mean, you're fine. You're, you, I can't believe you're so lucky. Yeah. You have like, you have a great, I mean, yeah, you, of course your body's going to reject someone else's heart from time to time. You're going to have to go. You have a fucking rare condition, right. you know, and you got to go and fix it on the regular. It's just how it is, but you're li you're alive. It's either this or death. Let's face it. And so you, you keep this going. You're doing great. Yeah, if you feel undeserving, of course you're going to feel undeserving. Another person's dead and you got their heart. You, that's never going to change, you know, but you're so lucky. And don't. the only thing you could do to move forward with your life right now is just, like, guarantee that you're going to stay alive. Yeah, you're one of those new – I'm surprised you're not one of those new lease on life dudes. And I hate to be like – I feel like this is a little rote to say it, but – Brighter side definitely it's is like it's never too late and you just got this new lease on fucking life, dude. So like think about whatever you wanted to ever do in your life and like go attempt to take a crack at it. You know, I've had friends get into the careers that they're flourishing in at age thirty, at age forty. If you, know you were I mean? 30 years old, I'd tell you you're young and don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, so, like, the fact that you are this young, like, dude, come on. You got a fucking million options in front of you, dude. Yeah. Um, I get con contacted by the Department of Child Services and specialize in child trauma, says J. Caro Flow. Day in and out, just talking to kids who have been abused sexually and otherwise. See, it's one of these guys. Get out of this, man. No, I mean, well, I mean don't get out of it. These kids need help. I know it's good for the world, but I just, I'm t man. The kids need help. Don't tell them to get out of it. Well, he's, he's doing a great job. Every day. He's driving them to drink every fucking night of his life. I know these kids need help, but, you know, I mean, his life or theirs. I mean, sometimes you got to sacrifice. Sometimes theirs. Can we get a little of the Jumbo Shrimp song? Two, three, four, we are the Jumbo Shrimp, here to play a game. Listen, man, therapist, dude, you got to stick in there. These kids need you. I take back everything I said about finding a new job. I'm sorry it's fucking with you. You're just damning but this man to a life of mental torture. You got to be tortured, dude. I mean, it's tough. You know, it's like, goddamn, man. Yeah, you got to do this, man. I'm um, very sorry that you're going through this, but it's just these kids are fucked up. And, uh, yeah, get them out. of Do whatever you can to get them away from those families. Uh, Jesus Christ, you're a saint. We love you. Yeah, thank you, you so are much. a saint. I think that's how we have to end it right there because that's the only way we can end it. So thank you for the hose and chat. Uh, thank you for all the love. And thanks, uh, Ed, for having me do this with you. This is always a blast and easy for me because I'm 
in the studio. Yeah, man. Let's try and do one more before you leave. If that's for cool. For sure. For sure. I Absolutely. love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to Brighter Side. Ahmed Larson is Holden McNeely. Amber Nelson will be back again. Eddie Ewing will be back again. Um, I uh, check me out on uh, Instagram. I love my Instagram. Um, at Eddie Tunes and Holden just hit ten thousand followers on Instagram. On Let's keep bumping those yeah. fucking numbers. I can swipe up for the link now. What are apparently. you Holdens? Are you uh, what, what is your Holdeners uh, ho? Or? Holdenato. I am Holden MCN. A very boring uh, Holden Instagram MCN. Name. But you still found how your crazy way. Is that I still got there? All right, um, guys. How is that? One of our favorite bands. At least I know it's one of my favorite bands. Uh, Deer Tick came out with a new album last month that it's so good and one of the songs that I really love is called Too Sensitive for This World and I think it's very appropriate for this podcast listen to all of their music they're so fucking good we love you guys be good to yourselves and um, assalamu alaikum hell yeah take care everybody malaikum salam <laughs> every day starts with a broken I must be too sensitive for this world We'll, we'll know it ain't right to cry This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.